best fucking friends. Best fucking breast breast f- breast friends forever. Breast friends forever. I like that a lot. Thank you. I'm a lyrical genius. They call me Slim Shady. I hate myself. Shut up and sit down. Look, welcome back to Pillow Talk. I'm We're back. Chelsea again, <laughs> second week in a row. As we promised. Consistency is key, baby. For sure. Well, I'm I mean. Chelsea Lingang. This is, is the most it? casual entrance. Entrance. I think this is the equivalent to pre-ejaculation. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Not even pre-ejaculation. Early ejaculation. It's like, I'm Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. I'm Chelsea. No, no, no. You're Christine. I'm Chelsea. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out it's pillow talk i hope you know it's pillow talk you clicked on this link you clicked on our episode so i hope you, you know didn't click on this link fuck you but i'm hoping you know what you got yourself into so as we promised we're back this week and we're talking about relationships oh wow who knew so we're talking about a cute little study that came out that i think applies to us we'll have a lot of commentary on it so in january this super sexy article and slash paper came out called adolescent peer relationship qualities as predictors of long-term romantic life satisfaction super sexy title but basically what it says is the relationships or the types of relationships you have in high school determine whether or not you're gonna have good relationships as an adult and the funny thing is that they're not talking about your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever you're dating they're talking about your friendships your best friends so basically, if you had a best friend or a super tight relationship between the ages of 13 to 18, like you maintain that friendship, basically your meter for bullshit, clingy boyfriends, emotional abuse, like your your meter is super good and you can suss that shit out. You're like basically like one step ahead of everybody else who are like in a like late elementary school, middle school already had like they're like oh my god i've already had my first kiss <laughs> like you you already beat them out of the bunch and then if you realize i realized this that like the people who had like the really like intense relationships during middle school mm-hmm. um like had boyfriends or girlfriends didn't really have that many relationships during high school and i haven't really heard about them having relationships since then really yeah like um Who's that one girl that almost got pregnant our freshman year? <laughs> like, she she had been dating, like, the same guy for, like, three years throughout all of middle school. And then they broke up. And then it took her until senior year of high school again for her to even have a boyfriend. And then she ended up, like, getting another guy who was, like, almost 30 years old. Really? Is that the relationship she's in now? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And, you know, I know who you're talking about. And I can't think of her having a close friend like i can't remember her having one really tight friend all throughout high school no neither can i and when we say almost got pregnant she luckily was able to have the resources to get an abortion thank god so true so like she was pregnant but then did get an abortion yeah but also this was coming from the girl at like one point um in middle school told me like oh my god i would never want to be a 15 year old virgin that's what she said yeah she said that shit to me and i was like i was like ha <laughs> first kiss where first kiss who i I think i have i had my first kiss when i was 15 yeah i did too you know what's really funny i like ended up having sex for the first time when i was 15 (laughs) and i like me too like i went like zero to 100 after like my first kiss and then 
I didn't even end up having sex with like the first like kiss the person that I had my first kiss with. It was like later on, like when I was like fifteen and a half. Mm-hmm. It was right before I was about to turn sixteen. Mm-hmm. I remember there was like weird times when I would come to Christine, of course, because uh, her and I have been really, really, really like breast friends since uh, sixth grade. Sixth By the way, grade, it's well, breast like, friends ninth, forever. Breast, breast friends forever since uh, ninth grade, and um. I remember I walked up to Christine in the library and I was like, my vagina hurts really bad. And Christine's like, what the fuck? I <laughs> remember. Fir- Christine was the first person I ever told that I was figured. And I was. I, that like, was the funniest shit that like I, happened to me that morning, to be honest. <laughs> and it was like, um, it was during uh, Coco and Cram and the library. Yes. Oh my. Okay. Coco and Cram is some bullshit function our school put on where you drink hot chocolate and study during finals week. It's actually not bullshit. It was to, like, make you... St- but, like, you had to stay in school to study. <laughs> I don't study at school. Like, I went to Mm-mm. public school. Public school libraries are disgusting. They're disgusting, loud, noisy, terrible. Um, and I remember I was just like, Christine, I need to tell you something. My vagina hurts so bad. I thought you had your period. I, thought, I figured, like, oh, yeah. do you need, like, a tampon or, like, ibuprofen? She's like, no. And then, and then Christine goes, oh, my God, did you break your hymen? <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> But this is just a good case of showing, like, so me and Chelsea, we've been friends since we were, like, I was 14 since she was, like, 15. You're 15 mm-hmm. at that point, right? Yeah. Freshman year? Yeah. So we were friends from then and have been friends until now. And so because I had this one, like, steady person my entire high school life, it ended up being really beneficial to me. And I, in ways I didn't, you know, realize it. So, like, outside of Chelsea, I've had some pretty shitty friends, too. The, Same here. Like, the ones, like, the people that I was friends with in middle school ended up being the worst people I'd ever encountered. God, isn't that the fucking truth? Like, we were good friends in middle school, and then somehow something in high school happens, and you don't end up being friends anymore. You know what I, like, realized is that I was friends with this one girl. I, I won't say her name, but I'll say her sign. She was a Scorpio, and I think that, like, right off the bat, I wish I would have known. And, like, her and I were really, really, really good friends are seventh eighth i would uh, say ninth grade too ninth grade too yeah we spent like a lot of time together the first girl i ever smoked weed with and we spent a lot of time together but in the end i feel like i was able to start realizing like this person is literally like the shittiest person Mm -hmm. i have ever met Mm -hmm. in my whole life and i was able to like figure that out because of like being friends with christine like realizing that people shouldn't lie to me if they're my friends and like realizing that like I should be able to rely on somebody whom I call, like, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this article is, like, really, really, like, just besides, like, relationships, also is very relatable to just, like, finding the people, like, in your life who are just bullshit and throwing them into the trash. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as, like, you figure out what a good friend looks like and feels like, you're like, oh, what the fuck is everyone else doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something they bring up in this article. So they say like, the reason why that relationship is so important is because when you're going through like basically like from like 13 to 18, that's the peak time for puberty. And you're going through a lot of hormonal changes, your personality changes. You end up saying like, I remember saying some really awful things as like as like being a teenager at that point. And that kind of separates like people you're going to be friends with and people you're not friends with. So, so true. basically like people that were really shitty to me maybe it was because of you know just growing up and things like that and that might be the reason why they're not friends with me now things like that basically like as you go through these changes you find like your people that you're gonna stick with or you end up kind of being alone 
So true. As, as shitty as it sounds. You know, it really sucks. It sucks being alone. I'm, I feel very blessed every day that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as, as that's, sad, my, that's my reaction to that. As sad as it is, I can think of some people that we went to high school with that didn't have that luxury. And they are oh. kind of trying to figure things out now. And it sucks. So, you know, that, after reading this article, I the first person that came to mind was this current friend of mine. She's really close to me right now. Fortunately, not Chelsea, but well, actually, no, it's for it's fortunate that's not Chelsea because this doesn't end well. But for her, so she moved around a lot, military kid, and so finally, when she got to like late middle school, her parents are like, "Okay, we need to stay here as long as possible, like get her through high school, because moving around in high school really sucks." So they were able to stay in one place. They they lived in the Tri Cities. They were able to stay there the entire time. But for her, even though she was, you know, she finally was able to, like, she had the opportunity to keep make long-term friends, she didn't because, you know, she met people, they turned their backs on her, you know, shit happens. And she never talked the other day. So the same girl has never had her first kiss either. She's, you know, 20, she's almost 21. She hasn't had her first kiss, which is okay, it's totally normal. But I told her, to be honest, when you haven't had any experience in dating, the only downside is you don't know what's a good, what's a good example. And she's like, I know, like, I am really prone to being in an abusive relationship because I haven't had good friends. I haven't had, you know, any, any sort of experience or anything to compare it to. So I could really easily fall into some trap. That's what happens. If you don't have a friend who shows you how good it can be, like Chelsea showed me, I could end up, I could end up being with someone really fucking shitty. So true. So fucking true. That makes me really sad for that person. You know, I'm really hoping she's going to figure out. Like, right now, she was talking to some dude. He was kind of shitty. And we kind of talked to him. I'm like, hey, that's, th- this isn't actually how things go. What ended up happening is she got attached to this guy. They were friends. Like, they were good friends. They were hanging out. She, um, he let her sleep on his couch, things like that. He was interested in being with her. He was like, you know, I've, I've gotten hurt in a previous life relationship, so I don't put immediate labels. Like, I want to ease into this, which is fine. It's understandable. And she's like, okay, yeah, I understand. And then he found out that she was a virgin, hadn't done anything, and he left. Like, he stopped talking to her. And the worst part is, she was like, okay, like, it's fine. We're going to stay friends. And then she's like, oh, like, want to meet my friends? And he met her friends, and now he's dating her friend. Her best friend from college. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. Wow, that's some shit right there. Dude, like, I felt so bad for her, and... You know, her her friend is her friend's always been like, hey, like, well, here's the problem. Here's why it hurts so much. So she saw the attraction that her this guy had for her friend. Like she immediately saw it, and she told her friend like, hey, I think blah 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 likes you. And her friend's like, oh no no no, don't worry. Like, like what, what's the saying? Um, bros before not bros before hoes. Um, what's the girl equivalent? Chicks before dicks. There we go. Chicks before dicks. That's the oh, girl right. equivalent. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> there's, there's a female equivalent. And so she said that, like, hey, chicks before dicks. Don't worry. Like, you're my friend. I don't, like, if I date him, that, like, I cause an issue because I know how you feel about him. But then they end up dating. Fucking bitch. I hate shit like that. I live by girl code for, like, ever in my whole life. I could never. Dude, like, I don't know how I feel about girl code. Why? So being on the side of I've had my so-called friends date the boys that I was really interested in, that's happened to me before. But also, like, I don't know how, how 
like I haven't been on the other side yet. But I haven't been on the other side of the situation. Where, like, being in love with somebody and mm-hmm. while they're dating someone that you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know how to feel about it yet. Because so, I feel like once I've, once I've experienced the other side, I can form a true opinion. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because, like, right now, being, a, being as the person who got their feelings hurt, I can be like, oh, yeah, like, girl code, stick to it. I don't know if I'm going to say that if I experience the other side. Like, hey, not all situations are black and white. Like, I don't know. I can also just... The way that I see that is that I put my, like, my feelings. Mm-hmm. I also have experienced that. And I've also, like, just, like, imagined those feelings. But for, like, that person, like, being, like, that upset that somebody, <laughs> like, your partner is just in love with somebody else. Well, I'm, I've, exper- like, I've experienced that. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, falling in love with a friend and they ended up being with somebody else and yeah it hurts me so badly um i haven't been on the side where me and another female friend were tight and then we both like the same guy at the same time and or like she liked him first oh okay i don't respect girl code when it comes to that that's what i'm talking about oh, okay. right now i'm talking about like like straight up like girl code when it comes to like if your best friend like is dating this guy and how you respect them about oh. like never dating like that person ever and like if he ever was trying to like make a move on you you'd be like haha fuck off fucko this is a great example because chelsea uh, i can think of like not, not even like a good example like not hold on <laughs> let me rephrase this not like an example with a tight friend but just like girls understand that guys can be dicks oh yeah so because what you described to me is like you having a friend and their boyfriend hitting on you and like you don't fuck with that Mm -mm. because you have a commitment to your friend yeah no i don't fuck with that you know this is a really good example so last summer i had a housewarming party it was like a three-one party so me and my roommate have um are uh, i fucking hate this story so much (laughs) this is about someone i literally hate i don't hate people like at all but i hate this person oh sorry continue christine well he's an abusive person but um so it's fine so my roommate and i are one day apart and we moved in together over the summer and we're like hey so we should have a 3-1 party like both our 20th birthdays and the housewarming party let's do it all together because you know money reasons because i can't have like three different parties so we combine the parties we combine our friend groups like hey it's gonna be a great time and she had a boyfriend at the time and her boyfriend's there. Her boyfriend is a fucking lush. He loves to drink. He loves to push drinks on people. He's an awful person. He pushes. He used to push drinks on my roommate. And she would barf and black out. And he would fucking leave. And I would have to take care of her the night before my midterms. So, anyways. Housewarming party. He's drunk. Chelsea's there. And he is flirting and touching Chelsea. Like, Chelsea and I went for a walk. Because we need to get out of the apartment. And he was like, oh, I'm going to come too. He wasn't even fucking invited. Christine, I specifically invited our friends. Yeah, it was like me, was Chelsea, one of like... Oh, our two oh. other good guy friends. Mm-hmm. And then um, he was like, oh my god, like, can I come too? And I was just like, like, if I can guess so, don't you want to be with like your girlfriend? He was ignoring her the entire he night. He was fucking... Yeah, and I'm like, ugh. And at like one point, like we get there and... Christine and I like to throw, like, balls around at each other. Not literal balls, but, like, softballs. softballs. Uh, and Christine and I were, like, playing catch mm-hmm. and, like, having a good-ass time. Uh, we were talking about my boyfriend because the other two friends that we... Uh, the guy which, friends. Yeah, our, our male friends 
I hadn't seen them in a while and I was catching them up on my life and telling them about my relationship and I was like and then I think um one of them was like oh can I see a picture of him I've never seen what he looks mm-hmm. like and I was like oh yeah because I'm out here like you know I'll flaunt the fuck out of my her, her boyfriend. boyfriend's cute like my boyfriend's cute as fuck my dad one time he saw a picture of my boyfriend before he ever met him and he's like oh he looks like the hispanic prince and I laughed my ass off um i've actually never told my boyfriend that babe if you're listening <laughs> i think it's a compliment it totally is a compliment um but so like this guy who had been like who has the girlfriend who had been flirting with me was like "Ooh, i want to see too and like like runs all the way from the other side of the park because mm-hmm. like I'm a loud person, and like he's like, let me see, let me see, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then like instantly sees a picture of my boyfriend and looks jealous as fuck, and I'm like, you know why he looked jealous? What are you doing? I know my boyfriend's hot, you fuck. I know why he's jealous. So, my roommate's boyfriend at the time, he he has this complex. He calls himself an emo boy. He is as far from it as possible he just listens to really shitty music my boyfriend's an emo boy oh yeah chelsea's boyfriend's a like legit emo boy and chelsea's an emo person i like to i think i would agree i'd with like that. to agree with that too <laughs> and so this guy he's who's been trying so hard to fit this this um character that's why he's jealous because your boyfriend's the real deal and you're the real deal because he wanted my roommate to be that person as well be this alternative emo person yeah you should have seen her hair at this point so like that's the problem as well so this guy he changed my roommate so much she you know she changed her hair color she cut off all her hair she she changed in so many ways she got new piercings for him she got tattoos for him and then she started um she started dressing differently because he because um he's bisexual so she was like, he wants me to look like a little emo boy. So I'm going to wear a binder and wear a flannel and, you know, be androgynous. And if these were her choices, I would completely support her about it. But they weren't. And, you know, I remember this whole process. And it's not me being ignorant and be like, oh, your roommate just didn't tell you. He's like, no, I would see the text because we had a group chat with him as well. And he would say these things in the group chat and he would always tell it to her, to her face in front of us because he, he came over a lot. I witnessed him saying really fucked up things to my roommate i'm sorry if all of you don't realize that is abusive as fuck and so i think i'm gonna analyze my roommate a little bit so my roommate has not ever had a like a really close steady friend there's one person that she's had and she you know they had to they had to split ways because they both had mental health problems and they were amplifying each other and they had to take a break from each other and they took that break in this pivotal time where you need friends like this paper says I talked to my roommate once and I basically got it out of her. She doesn't know what she wants. She doesn't know what it means to have a good friend. I also don't think she knows who she is. She doesn't. She said that to us before and she's figuring that out now. And so after she and him finally split up, she had a really hard two months because she didn't know what she was doing. And so she took her time and she's, you know, she's figuring it out now. She's trying out different partners. She's going to different kinds of parties. And, you know... I'm glad she's, like, I, going out and being sociable. I completely agree. Because that's what her therapist said. Her therapist like, you need to get out and do something with your life. Like, try all kinds of things and then tell me how you feel about them. Totally. I kind of want to tell the end of that story, though. Oh, yes, yes, please. Okay. So, she she had been noticing oh, that her boyfriend... Oh, my God. And I was, like, I, I was automatically uncomfortable because I was not doing anything. 
I was personally getting trying to get away from him. I would have to get on the couch. So so Chelsea would have to sit on the end of the couch, and I would have to sit in the middle to make sure he didn't sit in the middle and next at, to her. And at one point, he came and just sat at the arm of the couch and was like, start, yeah, and started touching my thigh. And I I pick up I pick up that hand, and I was like, no. <laughs> and uh, back to when we were at the park, I was getting so sick of this bullshit. And at one point, he was like, oh, I'll play catch with you. And I was like, oh, okay. And mm-hmm. I have a very good aim. Mm-hmm. Very good mm-hmm. aim. I threw that softball right at that boy's nuts. And I was like, oops, sorry. <laughs> and then like gave him like the like death glare. And I'm like, you know what it is, bitch. He didn't say anything, but he got the message. Oh, he totally got the message because like it definitely chilled out after that, but he was still persistent. So the reason why I brought up the story to begin with was my roommate's reaction to this because she was observing what was happening between her boyfriend and Chelsea and her reaction was to go after the go after Chelsea so she was very aggressive like like and my my roommate is not an aggressive person she's like it was aggressive and passive aggressive at the same time yeah so she when she's drunk she she's more aggressive and her normal her normal personality is passive aggressive so those were like the two combined it was very odd like she'd be aggressive and like not but you can like she was not being confrontational. She was being aggressive to, like, send a message, but wouldn't say why. I know. I did ask that, like, her and I were going to get into a fucking fist fight that night. No, she she couldn't. She's, she could not have done that, but I understand I where you're won. coming from. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you're bigger than her, too. Well, yeah, but, you know. But so, like... It was fucking bullshit, though. <laughs> girl code. That, in that case, it was gone. Also, that whole time, I was talking about how much I loved my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, you... I was like, ooh, rah, oh... <laughs> Ooh, like, oh my gosh. And, like, it was just daggers. You were very clear that you were in a relationship, and you made sure, like, you weren't trying to go after the boyfriend. You Mm -mm. Like, you weren't even interested in him. He's not cute. I I was just about to say that shit. I was like, he's not cute at all. Like, Mm -mm. Also, turn off for me seeing a guy do that while their girlfriend is right there. Yeah. It's like, if I see a guy check me out and you have a girlfriend, I'm like, hey, fucko, get out of here. Like... What's really funny, so our engagement editor, Haley Robinson, came to my Halloween party this year. And lo and behold, the boyfriend's there because they're not broken up yet. And Haley is a true, like, punk girl. She is punk through and through. And the boyfriend's like, hey, you have this friend. She knows some of the bands I listen to. He sits and talks with her for three hours. I felt so bad for Haley. Like, he monopolized her and talked to her for hours. When she, like, she's, like, my friend. I invited her over for me. <laughs> not, not you, fuck. And, and you know, he and, he and my roommate have been broken up for a couple months now. And literally, like, last week, I shit you not, he's been, because he started commenting on Haley's Facebook posts. And I was like, what the fuck? He tried to add me on Facebook and I deleted the request. When was that? Um, like, like after right that? after that party. Oh, he and okay. also he got my phone number and then started texting me asking me um, Wait. to like go to concerts with him and I was like no. Wait. Because also the same thing with me. I also listened to some alternative bands and he was like, "Hey, you going to this concert like next week?" And I just did not respond to him. Wait, how did he get your number? Who the fuck knows? I'm a very secure person, Hold y'all. Hold on. Is your, is your, how private is your Facebook account? I, I just said I'm a su- super secure person. I, like, don't even let someone see my gender on Facebook. <laughs> let alone my fucking how? phone number. How? 
because I have that issue where like men get my phone number and they're like hey baby and I'm like bye <laughs> get away from me <laughs> that's wild I didn't know that oh yeah I thought for sure I told you that disgusting um but yeah <sighs> fuck that guy I hate that guy so fucking much Ugh. and so back to my roommate Oh, right. So she doesn't have she, like she didn't have that have that friend dynamic that I am that me and Chelsea are fortunate to have, and so like I like we said her boyfriend was super abusive really like she like he caused issues with her mental health like I will I can confidently say that the entire friend group even says it as well they yeah. kept saying like if you compare her now to when like before they started dating there is literally no comparison. Her personality is 180 degrees changed. She's turned into him. And so, the, you know, they're broken up now. And she's having, you know, she's figuring herself out. And our, a co-worker that she's, that she's known for a really long time, he came over and he's like, hey, so let's talk about your abusive boyfriend. And she was like, oh, he wasn't that bad. And he was like, you know what? Yes, he was. I'm going to say he was bad. And are you going to tell me that what your boyfriend did to me didn't happen to me? Because what happened was, you know, they've he's met him a couple times, his, her coworker, and he was observing everything, and he kept it to himself because he's a good person. Like he didn't like, like he never like was super vocal. He was letting my roommate figure things out, and he was like, "Hey, that was abusive," and she can't understand it. This paper says, you know, if you don't have those those super essential relationships, you literally can't suss out bullshit in the future, and you're really vulnerable to things. Yeah even today she doesn't acknowledge what was wrong like she doesn't acknowledge how much she changed it's not a phase mom <laughs> mm. you know she's figuring things out now which makes me happy but i feel like it might take a few more bad relationships like that to like actually you know, i really hope not i don't think she's ready to date again she she you know, she does feel lonely and that's okay you can feel lonely and figure in you as you're figuring things out I think she knows that she needs to figure herself out more before she settles down again. Yeah, she really does. Well, she apparently she does this a lot in relationships. She'll just take on whatever the interests of that person are. And it is important, like, if you guys have differing interests, that you appreciate or acknowledge your partner's interests for the sake of the health mm-hmm. of relationship. But it's not... You shouldn't, like, become your partner. No, because so, why would anyone want that? Unless, you know... I'm dating you, and you're amazing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> jokes She's aside. She's not wrong. Jokes aside. I'm also pretty hot too, but. Mhm. Mhm. Especially with my new hair. Your new hair. My Cute little new- tattoos. Oh yeah. I got a Naruto tattoo, guys. <laughs> Honestly, it was bound to happen. It was really bound to happen, and it's pretty hot. And I definitely got hit on by like a weeaboo man today about it. But oh, I was about to take a photo and send to my weeb friends. Do it. Yeah, I'm that's going fine to. with me. Yeah, I also need a good photo of it so I can post it on Instagram. Mm. 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 <laughs> <sighs> friendships are really important. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. Also, when it comes to like friendships, I'm definitely. <laughs> more scared to like call out my friends than i am to call out like my partner oh for sure or like anything like that i think that's because like i value them at such a high level Mm -hmm. and it's like oh i don't not necessarily don't know how to tell someone that they're upsetting me or like tell them about like oh like i think like maybe this thing that you're doing is wrong because i'm like like that's my person like how do i do that Mm -hmm. and i know that might sound like a little like ass backwards but at the same time i'm just like 
I love them. <laughs> no, I totally understand. Like, my partner, I call out his bullshit every fucking day. Not a problem. And I will be honest, like, I will call out his bullshit to the point of insensitivity. Like, it was bad yesterday. <laughs> I made him cry and I felt really bad. Christine, what the fuck, dude? I've never made my partner cry. What the fuck? Well, I you mean... also have, like, a really sensitive boyfriend, though. Yes, yes, exactly. I will confidently say this, and this isn't to critique him. He just, do- he just cries more than me, in general. I definitely cry way more than my boyfriend, though. My boyfriend's, like, stoic as fuck. Stoic as fuck. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm holding the microphone, like, I'm on, like... Um, Saturday Night Live tonight, and I'm really excited about or like it. Or like a sportscaster? Oh! Back to Chelsea with, with the, the news. Weather. With the weather. And it looks like it's going to be fucking raining all week. Is it? Yeah. Dude, I'm so tired. It's like it's cool to a certain point, but at the same time, I'm just like... Okay, I don't mind being cold. I just like being dry. Yeah, I hate being wet. Especially with this hair. The hair can't get wet now. Chelsea's hair is like this really pretty I look purple. Like lava to, girl. <laughs> purple to like peach ombre. It's really nice. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. If you follow me on Twitter at at gnarly chul at Chelsea I don't actually remember what G-N-A-R-L-Y-C-H-U-L, my G N A R L Y C H U L Gnarly Chol. You'll see a sick ass photo of my hair. Also follow me, what the fuck? I have like sixty five Twitter followers. <laughs> I haven't figured out Twitter yet. Fuck off, Christine. I don't use Twitter. I mean, journalists just kind of slowly acquire Twitter followers. It just that just happens in our community. Like, we're like, oh, we're all Seattle journalists. Let's support each other in this great, happy little family. Amazing. Because there's like no journalists left in Seattle. Wow, that's really sad. There are exactly like a hundred journalists, including like photographers, videographers, editors assistants and student journalists what are you thinking mm, okay. chewing on my cheek i do that a lot yeah i hate doing that but at the same time i like it, it. well because like it's really satisfying but then you end up getting these weird pits well it's like that and i also have this issue because i grind my teeth while i'm sleeping mm, so you have a little white line yeah i have that too yeah, the uh, they always call me out whenever i go to the dentist and i'm like i will cannot stop is one side worse for you than the other I think it's my right side. My right side's way worse. Like, mine's, like, yeah, mine's, like, a big dip, like, big, like, shelf. Mm-hmm. It's a shelf. Like, it were, like, the wall from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Oh, my God, we need to talk about the sex of Game of Thrones. One episode, we will. I, Damn, that should have been this week because of the premiere on Sunday. Well, I mean, the thing is that we record, like, almost a week in advance. If any of you guys have figured that out yet. <laughs> Because sometimes we say something and it's not relevant the next week. But if you're curious, we record on Thursdays and we publish on hump day, so. Hump day! I'm trying to start my beatboxing. Like, really? No, I'm not. Oh my God. I'm actually you trying to find a metal band that I can scream in. Oh, like an actual one. Uh-huh. Nice. Did I tell you about that? About how I went to somebody's birthday party and I scream. Um, you scram? Scrammed. Scrambled eggs. Um... <laughs> I scream sang all of All Star by Smash Mouth, and I got a standing ovation by the whole entire bar. It's so fucking good. I would totally do it in this microphone, but it's definitely, like, way if too loud. If anyone's curious, so back in high school, I had this old-ass car, and the only, <laughs> the only CD I owned was a Smash Mouth CD. Oh my fucking god. It was in the trunk. Mm-hmm. It was in, like, the trunk. Like, it was shameful. <laughs> well, I... 
I like hid the art, the 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 the, the actual plastic case with the art in the trunk where I thought no one was gonna see it, and the CD was in my CD player. Hey, but you know who saw it? Me. And you know who called her out on it? Me. Dude, I Shrek no was shame. my favorite movie growing up. <laughs> I definitely, um, at one point, Christine and I had, like, a running quote book going, mm, or, like, mm-hmm. a quote page, and I think that you was... You have a photo of it in there. Yeah, I do. It's actually really, really funny. Maybe we'll use that as, like, the tweet for this week, the the art for our tweet. Oh, my God. Just the photo of the Smash Mouth CD. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there. You can look at my dirty-ass trunk. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, in the saints, I fucking hate myself. <laughs> okay. Um, so apparently in my sleep last night, I was screaming. What the fuck, Christine? <laughs> so I, not going to lie, I am super stressed out today. Well, I've been stressed out this week, and that stress accumulates to a point today because I have a lot of stuff to do. And I have a lot of high-profile assignments I need to do. She does. Like me. And so in my in my sleep last night, I like woke up three different times. The first time I woke up yelling about my grandma, apparently. The second time it was something about a um, a monologue. I guess I was thinking about my friend who has an audition, and she keeps sending us variations of the th- of the same monologue for, for for review. And I guess I was mad at the monologue, so I woke so I was like ranting about it. And the third time I started moaning really loudly, and the moan turned into a scream. I can't, I don't even, I can't even imagine in my head what that sounds like. I don't want to know, but apparently I did it. Stress sleep, y'all. Hey, Chelsea, have you had, have you had sex yet? No. Shut right. up, Christine. Are we just going to check, gonna ask, check in every Check episode? in every week. Um, I, neither have I, and I think my period's coming up. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean, I had some on my calendar, like, you know, had the last day marked. I'll just count. I think we're getting close. I don't know. I had a cramp the other day. So. Um, Disgusting. August 30th, 2017, I opened the trunk of Christine's Buick. Christine, why the fuck do you have a Smash Mouth CD in your trunk? End quote. End quote. Damn, dude. August 30th, 2017. Let's see. Oh, Lord. Man, I can remember that summer. Um, so that summer I broke up with an abusive boyfriend, my first and only abusive boyfriend that was Chelsea was there. Fuck that guy. When I broke up with him on July 4th, I did. I broke up, I broke up with him on 4th of July over the phone. We had been taking a break at that point. I know why I got into that abusive relationship as shitty or like, I just, I know why. And we can talk about how having a best friend prepares you for life and sometimes you can still like other factors still get in the way like you can still have someone that sweeps you off your feet and then not realize that they're not actually as good of a person that you thought they were he didn't sweep me off my feet i i i not, not unfortunately but i came to the conclusion i had an epiphany a couple months ago about why that relationship happened as awful as that sounds 
I'm sorry, I just laughed because I read this quote from um, <laughs> July 25th, 2017. Dude, I just fucking hit somebody in the head because I saw a bug on in, in their hair. That's from you. Yeah, that, you were in that, class. that was in Bio 200. <laughs> <laughs> it's summertime. People go and like sit in the trees, but... What are, are the, weird. Sorry. There, continue about there are your, bugs in the trees. Continue about your abusive oh. relationship that I just interrupted. So I had the great fortune of having a very long-term high school relationship with a very sweet person. And he was an athlete. I've mentioned him before. He was an athlete and he went to school really far away. And I was having a really hard time. I, I sought solace in my closest friend, well, my closest guy friend. Like, there are two people in my life that are always have always been there for me. Chelsea is one of them, and this guy is the other one. And, like... He's alright. I'm just kidding. Chelsea, lo- Chelsea loves him, too. I do love him. He's, yeah. he's an old friend of both of ours. Um, and I, I love him. I do. And used him as a band-aid, kind of for like my problems like being like hanging out with him made me feel better about my situation of my boyfriend leaving me and moving like he moved like four thousand miles away it was way too far away he moved really far away and i was having a hard time and so like i fell in love with my friend with, with like my closest friend things happened and um one day i was like hey like my my long term boyfriend's gone but I also have this guy here, and he's still in Seattle, and I could just be with him, and things would be a lot easier. It wasn't just to be with him for the sake of, like, him being right there, mm-hmm. like, the distance, but it was the fact that, like, he's also always just been there for me. True. He has. And I brought that idea up to him, like, hey, like, we could make something happen here. Like, I think this is good potential. And he, uh, he said it wasn't a good idea. And that hurt me more than I ever thought I did. I thought I thought it would. And so I break up with my, I break up with my boyfriend who had moved away because I knew like, I knew that I preferred my friend over him. And then my friend didn't want to be with me, and I was having a really hard time. And I was trying to justify why I broke up with my long-term boyfriend because I ended up cheating on him with my friend. And I didn't. I couldn't admit that to him. I don't think it would have benefited him at all if he had known that I did that. And so I was like, you know, I need to justify what I just did. Like, I need to, like, cover this shit up. So I went and this guy was there. He was, you know, I'm at, I'm at college now and there's just this guy and he's interested in me. I'm like, hey, like, this could be a thing. He seems nice. Yeah, we went to Boba and that was also after I broke up with my Dude, the day Chelsea boyfriend. broke up with, at the time, her longest term boyfriend. Not anymore, bitches. <laughs> Chelsea's upset. We're me and my high, my freshman roommate are comforting her. Fuck that girl. And there's this dude, this dude, and uh, things happened. And you know, you don't realize how possessive and crazy someone can be until you start dating them, because some fucked up shit came out of that relationship. So much fucked up shit. But I know better now, like, dude, that relationship opened my fucking eyes to the world. Well, my current boyfriend's acting a little bit like him. I'm like, hey, don't fucking do that. I, I hate deser- that shit. I deserve better. True. And he backs down. Good. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I shouldn't act like this. Yes. 
Like, it, it's good to need your partner. It's good to rely on your partner. It's not good to need your partner for every little thing. And that's what this guy did. And sometimes my partner forgets this and he forgets what he's doing. And he just kind of, he has abandonment issues. So, like, he likes, he latches on sometimes. And then he, uh, we talk about it and he's like, he realizes what he's doing and things get better. I get that. I do that sometimes. I also have abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mom. I mean... This episode got really sad really fast. Let's end it on a happier note. Um, Next week, if any guys are into astrology, <laughs> like me and Chelsea are, she's a Gemini, I'm a Leo, we are meant to be best friends. It's so fucking true. <laughs> But we're talking about compatibility with astrology signs. We're not making predictions. We're not forecasting. We're not doing any of that shit. But we're just going to talk about our boyfriend signs, our current boyfriends, our past boyfriends. Um, we're going to go over every single signs, apparently, like, most suitable, I guess, right? Yeah, word? most suitable, most compatible, most um, sexually compatible. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I was on Tinder, when I found out, like, my matches, like, I already met them in person. I found out their last name. I would go on Facebook and find their birthdays and check their signs. <laughs> and then, okay, he's going to stop talking to you now. Bye. <laughs> no, I never did that. I never go. <laughs> oh, what's my the, God. What's you're the... a Sagittarius? Fuck you. <laughs> I think, I think, Sat. no, is it Scorpio or Sagittarius? Some... Fuck Scorpios. Scorpios are no, most likely to be serial killers. Sagittarius is what I'm supposed to. It's like Sagittarius is another fire sign, so I'm supposed to be compatible with fire signs as a Leo. So a little preview for next week true yes true 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 true, true it's been real guys bye all be safe make this, best friends this has been pillow talk with chelsea langang and christine McManigal. go out enjoy your friends go make some friends go have sex analyze your relationships and be analyze like, analyze and be like is he abusive are you guys really breast friends breast friends forever have your nipples ever touched before have you touched those nipples with your nipple <laughs> yeah same don't you do that all the time when you're having sex though well if yeah you think about it you're kind of just i mean the girl who i got my nipples pierced with we both like touch nipples or touch piercings for fun <laughs> like what the fuck like i was in bed i was naked and like trying to fall asleep and she crawls into bed with me she's like hey let's touch nipples and we did and then who she went this? home it's jana jana pierced your nipples no, we got them done together. Oh, that makes way more sense. I was like, what the fuck? That is, I, like, the most unprofessional shit I've ever heard. I would never let a, like, my... <laughs> a I would rando never... be like, nipple bump. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, I'm thinking about giving my nipples pierced. If you think I should, y'all, let me know. You yeah. should do it. Triple dog dare me. All right. Do what you want, pussy. Two dollar signs. Okay, bye, everyone! Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.